0: Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Are you a fan of Wayne's World, daily meditation, and red wine? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Photo Business Help podcast. My name is Natalie Jennings. This is episode number two of a four-part series I am doing with photographer and SEO expert Becca Dilley. Becca has been an award-winning wedding photographer. She's been shooting prolifically over the last 10-plus years. She's a mentor of mine and a friend, and she is here in this four-part series to share the basics of SEO and some actionable steps that you can take to implement best practices for SEO, understand a little bit more about it and um, get started on the right foot when it comes to search engine optimization and having your content found when people are searching for something that you offer. Becca is also offering an SEO download. It's a PDF called 10 Minutes to Jumpstart Your Website SEO Using Captions. If you would like to grab a copy of that, head to beccadilly.com forward slash SEO. One more note, if you are just tuning into this, be sure to check on episode number one of this four-part series. Again, this is in four parts. This is part two. You may want to backtrack and get caught up if you haven't. And uh, let's get started. Hey, Becca. Welcome back to the Photo Business Help Podcast. This is episode number two of a four-part SEO series that we're doing um, to cover the basics of SEO for for you listeners. And um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about tracking metrics. But if you haven't listened to the previous interview episode with Becca on SEO, head on, Back and check that out. So Becca, I'll let you take over and let people know um, which metrics that you track and how you feel about that.
1: Well, I will talk about how I feel about it first because <laughs> I know I know that like I know that when you are starting to think about SEO and starting to think about how people are finding and interacting with your website through search, what you want to do is measure it. I get it. Like, I want to measure it. I totally get it. But it is one of those things where I think that so much of the industry has really trained you to be like, what's my ROI on this? What's my return on this? How do I measure it? How am I doing? I think it's really important when you're thinking about tracking stuff to know two things. One is that there is a ton of stuff that you can track. There's like a bunch of different ways you can track it. Um, For big companies, it's a full-time job to do that. And so don't get too invested in that. And the second is that it takes a long time to see results. Like it can take, Natalie, we were just talking about this, like it can take months to start getting a return, like to really see people interacting with their site the way that you are crafting content for. It can take months to see increases in the metrics that you're using because it takes a while for all the changes you're making to kind of permeate through. So yes, it makes sense to benchmark, benchmark and figure out what you want to measure, but also don't get too caught up in it. And Natalie, I'm curious what, what you're tracking.
0: Oh, that's a great question. So yeah. um I... Generally track, obviously, just watching downloads and um, blog post views when I post something new or publish a new episode. Um, It's been interesting for me to track. Actually, lately, I've been looking a lot at Instagram insights and on analytics, the times that people are more engaged. Oh, okay, cool. Just to sort of... figure out when I might be posting where there's less engagement and and figure out what my audience is doing. So that's been kind of fun. Um, and Instagram has some cool insights if you've set up your Instagram account as a business account. So that's been cool. But I think it's been important to sort of check. I It's sometimes interesting, and I use Jetpack too, to, to sort of like go back and check um when you see a really big dip and when you see a really big spike in engagement and engagement can mean a ton of different things but for the purpose of this you know chat just in general kind of being able to get a sense of like what's working and what's not working is, has been important for me too especially with this podcast I, there's definitely been like episodes that are more popular than others so um that's that's kind of I, i'm pretty basic with it um right now
1: no i mean i I think i think that's that is what i would encourage you to do i think that makes a ton of sense so um there's sort of like the holy grail that people think about measuring which is sort of like use the number of users who are coming to your site um or the or the keywords that you're ranking for those are two things where like you'll open up google analytics or you'll open up google search console google analytics shows you you know like how people are how many people are on your site how much time they're spending there Google search console will tell you how you're ranking for search terms, what search terms people are finding are clicking on to find you um, how many times you're showing up in those searches, that sort of thing. Those are like what you, like the thing we want to see is magically open that one week and have like the chart just go off the, you know, like the graph go off the chart, but that isn't actually the goal. And that's only one thing to measure. So that's the thing to measure I would say in like larger, like, In general, check on that every few months, you know, like get a benchmark, get a gut check for where you are right now, but your user performance is not something you're going to see radically change, you know, sort of day over day, week over week. And that's the kind of thing that can just like open it up, look at it. It's going to, it's going to eat away at your time and sort of take away from what you're trying to do. I will say that, um, like what you were saying, when you're kind of looking at downloads or when you're looking at how engaged certain Um, episodes are, you know, if you're doing something specific, if you're making a big change to your website, if you're, um, introducing a piece of content that you think is going to get a lot of bounce or that you really are promoting heavily, then absolutely like kind of track that a little bit, follow how it's doing. Um, in Google analytics, you can actually set up, um, goals. And so you can, you know, track uh, a goal of how often something's downloaded or, you know, there's some other things you can sort of track. And so if you wanted to overlay that grid on top of your user performance, you can do that. Um, You can also just look at organic reach, which is ultimately what, you know, we're trying to do with increasing our, our, our SEO. And that can be a fun way to do it. But ultimately, like if you're getting thousands of people to your site every day, that only matters if they are coming there for the right reasons. And so, you know, you need to not just look at those big things, how you're ranking for keywords and how you're ranking for user performance, but like what that actually means for your business. So right. Um, one
0: thing I, yeah. um, would love to get your opinion on along that topic is one so one of my favorite it's kind of popped in my head as you were talking um things to track that has been more fun over time is um there's there's an uh, part in Jetpack that shows you um, which which links have been clicked on that day on your website but you can also look back on your most popular Posts, um, kind of like of all time, and yep. uh, I created a couple of pieces of content. Let's see, I'd say four, five, six years ago now, that are still my top pieces of content. So yeah. that that obviously says something about them being evergreen. But I f- I would have never. So there are actually articles I did to review uh, Visco um, presets for Lightroom uh, when I was just trying them out, and so to be continually getting hits from that is obviously something that I did not anticipate. So I think that's a really interesting thing for people to check out.
1: Yeah, Jetpack is great for so I like I recommended a bunch of things. There's Google Search Console, there's Google Analytics, and there's Jetpack. Those are the three sort of ways to track Jetpack. If you're using WordPress is super simple. I mean, people who are super into SEO don't really care for jetpack and that's fine. So it is like easy to look well, at. Well it. it's gonna keep things basic. Be- so yeah, yeah. Oh, it's easy to look at it. It's connected to your site, is right there in your WordPress admin site. I mean, I like Jetpack. Um you can so like what I like about it is exactly what you said is that you can look at what people clicked on that day. What is your uh yeah, what's your biggest content, what kind of search terms people are finding for you. And that's all super valuable because that also tells you what is clicking. So like, if you, like you mentioned the the Lightroom presets, that is a thing that you can now think about and be like, well, do I want to, is that something I want? Is that a rabbit hole? I want to go down. Do I want to do a few more preset packs or talk about that or update that in some way? Is that something that's not super relevant to me anymore? Like, like are the people who are coming to look at your reviews of the Lightroom presets? Is that, are those clients for you, are potential clients for you? Like, is that a, a valuable um, source of traffic? It, it probably is. I mean, I think that you have a lot of overlap with, you know, obviously photographers who are looking for information. So I think that makes a lot of sense, but you might find that you wrote a review of like a wedding venue or a bunch of presets that don't exist anymore or whatever, something that's totally not relevant to to what you're trying to do right now. And you might want to go back and revise that and make it relevant if you are getting a lot of traffic from that, another thing you can measure is and and actually Jetpack um, also has this, like who's linking to you. So um, backlinks who is like linking to your stuff. Um, and that's really relevant for like where your traffic sources are coming from. So most of your traffic is going to come from or whatever. I mean, it, I, for most people, most of their traffic will come either from direct referral or from um, organic search. Um, so like you search in Google and, and you show up, And those are two separate sources. And so it's, it's useful to keep both of those in mind. I mean, backlinks are, you know, like if you link to me from this from the notes of this podcast, that's a link to my site. um, And that might draw drive traffic and it'd be interesting to see how many clicks I get through on that, that might be something that I want to pursue.
0: And you can look in the show notes for this episode to get links to Becca's stuff so we can <laughs> we can track that later. OK, so we I mean, I think we've covered a lot of basics about tracking metrics and um, I think just maybe do a quick review here.
1: So here, here's a thing that I would like people to keep in mind going forward from mm-hmm. this, which is like take a little bit of time and look through Google Search Console or Jetpack or Google Analytics kind of wherever you want to spend your time I would make sure the Google Search Console and Analytics are set up because like I said last time those start tracking from when you set them up. So the more data you have, the more valuable, even if you don't look at them for a year, it'll be nice to see what's going on. So even if you just look at Jetpack, just take like five or 10 minutes, look around, see what people are clicking on, see what keywords are kind of connecting with people, and then just take a minute to think about if those keywords are relevant to your business. So if people are clicking on keywords for wedding venues, but you are no longer doing weddings, then it's time to maybe think about a different SEO strategy going forward.
0: Totally, I think that's hugely valuable. And like you said, with my thing with the Visco reviews, it's still relevant. But if it were something that I wasn't doing anymore, and I was still ranking this this frequently, it would be something that I want to change. So I and think exactly, that-
1: here's my here's my free advice on that one. Which <laughs> is um, if you at the bottom of that VS if those VSEO uh, pages don't have a call to action about this podcast. Or your content creation course, I would go ahead and do that because people who are finding those are exactly the kind of people who are going to want more information and might be looking for exactly this type of thing. So there's no reason to not go back to old content and make it even more relevant. Google loves fresh content. It loves relevant content. So the more you can do that, the the better you're gonna um, serve your clients.
0: Totally, no, and I appreciate that advice. I think I'm gonna just double check and see what's going on with those those posts. But I think this is a great, general, accessible, easy place for people to start with tracking metrics and um, checking what they're ranking for, and just sort of checking the general behavior of their website. And and I like what you said about, you know, not everyone wants to like be in the data analytics space all the time. So even if you get this stuff installed, like, you know, Becca suggested for you listeners, like you don't have to check it, you know, constantly, you can come back to it once a month or whatever, just to sort of see how things are behaving. Anything else you want to add, Becca? Otherwise, I think we'll wrap up until next episode. I think that's great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much again for being on the show. And uh, we'll be back. Yeah, of course. We'll be back uh, in another week with episode number three of this series on SEO. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you enjoyed the show, a quick reminder to head to Jennings.photo forward slash review to leave a review for this episode itunes is still the biggest player when it comes to reviews and podcasts getting found so if this is helping you out if you like it head on over to jennings.photo forward slash review and leave us a review we really appreciate it appreciate you listening we'll be back very soon